We are live on YouTube. Welcome to the hundredth and what ninety fourth and one ninety four. Yep, hundredth and ninety fourth episode of the Mina's House podcast. I mean to say what? I'm Shayna B. So Dexter is coming on. He's just <laughs> late because he's like he has a real job. Well, not that he didn't have a real job before, but um, he's like he works for like the education the school yeah, yeah. The board of education or i don't know what he does okay but it's definitely it sounds more intense than the job he had before which was sales <laughs> so we are waiting on him to join us and uh tell us about his new job because i don't i think he started already do you know i was gonna say i don't know maybe last week was his first week and they didn't have a full week so maybe that's why you know getting back into the swing of things yeah how was your Labor Day? I feel like mine really sucked. <laughs> so Labor Day weekend was really good. I went to New York. You know, the, the uh, star show Run the World. We had a little Run the World girls weekend. Um, so it was fun. But Labor Day itself was, I mean, just like any other day. I, I just felt like this week, this year, it felt weird. It didn't feel like Labor Day weekend for some reason. Like, I feel like I'm always like being invited to like barbecues and there's oh, a yeah, no barbecue invite. You're right. Me neither. You are that's, so right. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't given Labor Day. It's like normally it's like, oh, come to my pool or like come to right. my barbecue. It's the end of the summer. Right. Like let's go camping. Like it's normally a lot of stuff that people are. There's like options and stuff to do. It was there was nothing. It was like. My family did a cookout in the in in the park, but they do that all the time. That wasn't new. But you're right. Like it's is normally the end of summer kind of swing, but I feel like yeah, maybe the COVID years are messing with us. Because first of all, I'm like it's really September. Like we're talking October already, and it's Labor Day was just here. Yeah, yeah. This week is this this week is flying by. This year is flying by. It just all feels very off. It just feels off. It didn't feel like Labor Day to me. And then I worked and I always work, but it just fell off. It did. It did. Now, one thing I did do this weekend was listen to Drake's album. So I want to hop into what's in our feed um, and hopefully Dexter chimes in at some point. But I did get a chance this weekend to listen to Drake's album. So Mm -hmm. I was wondering, like, if you listen to it or like, I know there's a lot of comparisons between Kanye and Drake. Mm -hmm. It's just a lot of music to listen to when you're not literally like, I feel like when I was in college and I was younger, I had all the time in the world to listen to music. I feel like now that I'm an adult, it's like I have to find time like when I'm driving or, you know what I'm saying? Like when I'm in the shower getting ready, like I just feel like it's harder for me to find time. You know, like I have to actually find time to listen Mm -hmm. to music. I was going to say, it's, it's about finding time, but when you have this many tracks that, like, Drake and Kanye been having, it's a lot of time. Um, so I did listen. I did enjoy. Of course, he definitely has, and I'm laughing at all the people that the next morning already had the one-liners down for the Instagram comments, just like he said. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't think it was probably one of his best ever, but I still enjoy it. I enjoy it better than Kanye's, so I'm just saying. What? I enjoyed Kanye's better. I didn't. You know what? And the problem is with Kanye's is someone pointed out to me, like, some of the production and, like, compared it to some of his other production and just, like, missing parts. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, no. Like, 
this is not Kanye how we knew Kanye. Like, you don't have these drum beats. Like, what is going on, Kanye? So there, I feel like a little different about it. There are certain songs that I really, really like on Kanye's album. Though. There's certain tracks I really like. But overall, as a, like, easier listen, I'm going to give that to Drake. But again, I think for both of them, and I'm going to just say this, Nas still got the better album than both of them. That's all I'm going to say. So. Yo, a lot of people have been saying that. It is. A lot of people. It's so, so I mean, that's how I felt. Like, just if I had to compare all three and take, I, I'd i give the best hip-hop album of the summer to Nas. Like, just period. 2021. Yeah. Like, I'm just going to get it done. You know, I listened to some of Nas, and I feel like a terrible, you know, I loved Nas growing up as a kid. That was like my idol. I just feel like a terrible fan because I haven't listened to the whole thing. I've, I've listened to parts of it. But now that I'm hearing that, you're not the first person that I've heard say that. I'm definitely going to go in and like really dissect the album again. It You have to find time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And it's like, mm-hmm. I'm on the radio all day. I listen to music all day. Right. So sometimes... I just don't want to listen to music anymore. Like, it's weird. But I sometimes when I get in the car, I listen to, like, completely different music because I know every song, every lyric. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just want to listen to something different. Like, in the house, sometimes when I'm cooking, I listen to, like, spa radio. You know, like, <laughs> it's, it, because it's like, I literally listen to music all day, every day. So, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely have to, like, go back and listen to the whole thing in its entirety. I've heard like tracks here and there. Like um, my one friend, she was playing from like, you know, I obviously heard the Lauren song, you know, um, she was playing like bits and pieces of the album in her car. And I was like, oh, I like this or I like that or whatever. But I haven't sat there and like listened to the whole thing. Just like it took me a while to sit there and listen to like Kanye's whole album. Because it's just long. In the car, back in the car, on plane. Yes. And I feel like Drake was the same way. Like, I couldn't, for both of them, like, Nas, I probably didn't listen to Nas full through because driving close, but I was able to listen to it in a shorter period of time so to get through it. But, yes, both Kanye and Drake, it was, like, days for me to get through it. You know what? It's funny you say that. I think that's why I've struggled. Like, I've gotten through both the albums, but I even remember, like, Kanye's album just, like, not even being able to form an opinion and say anything on the radio on the Monday, you know, cause it dropped on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I couldn't even form an opinion on Monday because I'm like, I can't say something and I haven't gotten through it. Like, I'm not going to say what everyone else is saying. Like I need to say something that's authentic to like what I feel about the album, mm-hmm. you know? And it took me to like, at least like Thursday or Friday to even form an opinion. And then Drake was out. So like, I felt like, like it was back to back. <laughs> It was like homework, like really like completing an assignment to listen to their albums. Like you're like, all right, I only got four more tracks to go. You know what, though? I feel like I listen to music like differently than other people. Like I feel like people listen for the beat and like to see what songs are catchy. I feel like I'm the opposite. I listen for the words. And like I, I go to the words first and then like when I listen again, I realize like the production elements and all of that stuff. Because really, that's what I like Nas. You know, his style of rapping is different. But when I actually listened to the words and what he was saying, and I said that, like, Nas is like, he's teaching me. He's like a professor. Like, you can actually listen and hear clearly. I mean, he could teach me any day. Yes, teach me Nas. Any day of the week, I will come in. You need me to do double semester, take some more credits, whatever you need. Wait, so Dex is joining us, but we have to hold on to your opinion on these albums because... 
uh, Alexis Branch is joining us, I believe, or someone yeah. called it's Britney, bitch. <laughs> Did it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Britney, bitch. Da, na, 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 na. I don't know the words. Okay. She looks so pretty. So she's connecting to audio. Dexter, we were talking about how you got a real grown up job now. Not that you didn't have a grown up job. The before. crazy part about it, though, like it's not even that one that I was doing. It was the other one. I, I didn't realize how much work I had done there because I was transferring accounts. And I'm like, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have our guest joining us. The very beautiful Alexis Branch with the blue hair. Hey, girl. Wow. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. I was making sure we can hear you and everything. So can you? We can, we can. Welcome. I'm Mina. Say what? Nice to meet you. I'm nice Sandy. to meet you too. Dex, Dex, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I love your name. It's Brittany, bitch. Are you? <laughs> is this your phone? Like it comes up as a, your name on the Zoom is it's Brittany, bitch. I love that. Yes. <laughs> I set that up. Um, so when I like airdrop things to people, it pops up as that. I That's love it. But I didn't know it was going to show up in here, so sorry. <laughs> I love it. My bad. I didn't know it was going to do that. No, love I love it. Are you a Britney Spears fan or is it just something cool to say? I mean, I just like that that line. I know I love Britney Spears, though. Like, I, I'm a 90s, I grew up in the, I'm a 90s head, so she's definitely a part of my upbringing. So shout out to Britney. I love her. Yes. <laughs> So Alexis is an artist. Uh, you've also seen she's a singer, actually. You've also seen her on Leave It to Stevie on VH1. You were signed to uh, Stevie J. Are you? You're not still signed to him, are you? No, but he actually called me yesterday. That's so funny. He called me yesterday. He said he wants to get back to work. Uh-oh. So wow. yes, okay. I always wonder, girl, because you know Stevie sat on Jocelyn for like 35 years, right? So it's like. <laughs> Does he sign people and does he really like, yo, let's get to work. This is your plan. This is how we're going to roll it out. This is what I want to work for you. Like, is it really because he wants to help people or is it almost like I'm going to sign people so I have something to talk about on reality TV? I don't know, because when I signed with him, I was already signed to Love and Hip Hop and I was filming and um, I removed myself from that situation and he got a show a spinoff at the same time. So he called me and was like, look, I'm going to pull you for the show. Mind you, I had already, when I used to be in a group by the name of Bliss right. and I would always see him out and I would always beg him to work with Bliss. So when, as soon as I went solo, that's when he called me back. So it's cool. It all happens how it needs to, but the type of person I am, whether he was, I don't know how he is with other artists, but I'm the one blowing his phone up. Like, okay, let's get to work. What are we doing today? And he'll tell you that. Cause I call it like five o'clock in the morning. Like, let's go to the gym. Like I am very... <laughs> I'm on top of my stuff. So it doesn't matter what everybody else is doing. I'm going to make sure not, <laughs> I not, get my stuff done. Not to be too much in your business, but why did you not want to do love and hip hop? Oh, um, I'm so <laughs> not, not going to say anything bad about love and hip hop. I'm just, it wasn't for me a lot of, you know, I already had a ha- uh, fan base and then my, it was me and my partner at the time were on the show and just the direction it was going was not, I mean, you'd be able to look at it and be like, that's not Alexis. I'm very open on my page. Y'all know how I act. So you wouldn't be able to tell. And I was like, I will do this show no problem if we say that this is acting because of the scenarios that we were put in, my reactions that they were expecting is not how I would react in real life. So I didn't want to put myself out that way. And, you know, 
all money ain't good money. So we walked away from it. But no, I have nothing against, you know, Love & Hip Hop. That was a great, nice little platform. I didn't premiere on that, but I got other relationships out of, outside of that. And I was able to premiere on Leave the Stevie. And I was more light and fun. And I was introduced for music. And it was no drama. My drama was my band didn't show up. So, no, that's a real life scenario. <laughs> That's, that's integrity. Right. That's like, integrity, which you don't see a lot too. Like that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. very true. And I was gonna yeah. say, like, as an artist, because again, we see Stevie and and <laughs> Nina mentioned it, we see, you know, the drama that was created in reality TV. But as a producer, you know, Stevie people say is, you know, really a musical genius. So how was it for you working with him as an artist? Um, he absolutely is a musical genius. If any, if you guys saw that episode, that was my first time actually knowing that he played every instrument. So that was an actually actual organic response because he got up there and played every instrument when my band didn't show up and looped it, and I ended up performing. But I didn't even know he could do all that. He absolutely is a musical genius. You know, he you know back with Diddy, and he's responsible for working with Aaliyah. Like these are people yeah. that I. Aaliyah, I'm a huge Aaliyah fan. So that's all I need to know right there was that he did that platform work. But just hearing him in the studio and singing, like he was playing me all his songs. I didn't even know he rapped. He's just musically inclined. So it was great to work with him in that aspect. And then for him to hit me yesterday, I'm like, let's go. I didn't even know <laughs> So we could definitely do it. <laughs> that's great to hear that you guys still have a good relationship because, you know, from what we see on TV, sometimes people complain about the contracts that he has on people or, you know, some of the the inappropriate relationships that he might have with some of his artists. So it's nice to see something that's different than that. That's like, yeah, hey, I'm ready to work. You know, I have no problems with him. We're good money. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the industry is kind of sort of like that with for women, I will say. Mm -hmm. um, we get put in a position where you think you have to do certain things. But I came to the table. I was like, listen, here's what I'm not going to do. Do you want to work? <laughs> but he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't looking like that from the get. He was like, no, I really want to work with you. And so that's what started it off and got great music done. And then we parted ways and bam, looks like we're about to be back. So yeah. I'm down. <laughs> it's funny you say that about love and hip-hop because didn't mama jones say the same thing that yeah, they like yeah. are start they yeah, set yeah, it up yeah. now and yeah. she don't like that you know mama jones ain't playing that she said she wasn't with the whole how they mm -hmm. put you in those situations and, and to your point want you to act and react it's also interesting too the contrast between the two of them because mama jones was like they kind of wanted her to be a little more calmer and then with her it's kind of like we want you to turn it up a little bit with your reaction that's it's really funny how they want to control whatever narrative that they put out there yeah yeah but you know given their audience and i mean i get it seeing behind the scenes i understand what they're going for and you gotta keep that audience but you know it's not for everybody it just wasn't for me i was happy to be casted when we got casted they were like oh, okay we want like a little a positive outlook on the show and everybody when i was saying that i'm a little I won't say I'm gullible, but I will believe you until you give me a reason not to. So I'm believing all this. I'm like, okay, great. They're going to have a nice little spin on the show. We're going to be the nice one. <laughs> not. So I was like, oh, okay, well, this wasn't what I was going for. So I just, you know, stepped away. But, you know, no, no love lost. It is what it is. Right. It, some people will continue on with it. It just wasn't for me. Now, so like this is it's interesting because now I see how you deal with negativity when it comes to social media and trolling and trolls. How do you deal with it? I don't fight. I don't argue. I just swipe the lead and then I block you. Oh, OK. I thought we was going to beat that bitch with a bat. 
I made my cartoon character. So I have a cartoon character called Liddy Lex. Yes. And she went viral because I did that song. So yeah. she's got yeah. the you know, cartoon head. Um, and there's a lot of things just from media training and what I know, things I can't say. I know things that are, you know, I might say something, but it'll always get taken out of context. So unless you know me, which I'm very open on, and people, I mean, feel like they know me just through my page because I'm the same person, but I just don't address a lot of stuff because I have found that the energy that you put out is what you receive. So if I was to address all the negativity all the time, that's all that I'm going to have on my page. I don't allow it. And you're not about to come stress me out on my phone. You know I don't understand why other people yeah. are not like you. I, I literally always say celebrities only respond to negativity. And that's right. why people keep giving it to you because you respond to it. You, and maybe no, you should start idiots. To, like, I will make sure I respond to all the people that support me. I don't. And, and for that reason, I like I don't get a lot of negativity. Now, there is right. some, of course. But somebody just said something on my page a second ago. Block. Like, I'm not going to. Right. Like, what? It's like, you were never there. Nobody right. was the same way. Like, I'm not about to dress you. I don't have but time the crazy for part is- you put out is what you get back. And I don't have time for that. Like, I'm a, I, I choose to be happy. Like, I went through a whole period of, you know, being really, you know, I went through some life changes and, you know, a depressed state. And I was like, I'm, once I got out of that, like, I'm just getting out of that. But I'm like, I'm never going back to that. So yeah. I'm not going to let somebody stress me out, especially a stranger. Right. You're correct about a stranger. I don't even oh, no. know you. <laughs> I'm not let your opinion, like, everybody's got an opinion. It's like an asshole. Oh, I don't think because I hear my bad. Everybody got one, but you know, that don't mean you got to put, and I also understand going to therapy, shout out to my therapist, um, a lot of people project. And so now when people make certain comments, I'm like, okay, I understand where this is coming from, but I'm not in that space. So I don't feel how you feel. And if you're coming at me and you're coming from a place where you're sad, I'm happy. So I'm like, I'm sorry you feel how you feel, sweetie, but bye. Take that energy somewhere else. Mm -mm. I just want to make a note in a sidebar. Let's get into your skin. Your skin mm. is glowing. Yeah. Oh, yes. Shana, water. Shana, it's I've the been, skin. It's the skin. It's the teeth. It's the, the hair. hair. Like, you really yeah. are like. Thank you. It's, 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 the, it's you a so slight much. cleavage. It's giving like sexy, but yeah. I'm not a hoe. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you walk like, I literally just walked in the house and then I was going to get my makeup artist to do something to my face. But I was like. I just throw a lash on, so that's what I can do today. <laughs> yeah. You look like a you look like a filter. Thank you. Oh, oh, thank you. <laughs> so. but also, like, speaking of things happening organically, you mentioned your page. You are a social media influencer and are very much known for that. Was that something that really just happened organically? Was it one thing that went viral? Was it because of the music? Like, just tell us like how that transition came to be. And do you see yourself as definitely an influencer? Um. Well, I I will say now seeing it, I can influence a lot of people. So yes, um, I do see myself as that. But I mean, it wasn't like I went and planned to be like, oh, let me do this. It was definitely for music, and then. The following got big. I did after leaving the CV, it got bigger. Um, and then I had a couple viral moments with like little silly stuff. But then when I made Liddy, that went viral and then jumped my page tremendously. So now I was like, I have two verified pages now. And so it's like you do something silly and then everybody pays attention to that first. And then they're like, oh, but she also does this. So yeah. that is kind of how everything came into alignment how it needed to be. But, you know, I think as artists, you always got to figure out a way, especially independently, how to get your music out there or how to get your your craft out there and to expose it to more audiences. So it happened to be Liddy for me because everybody before 
people, you know, will recognize me from uh, Leave Stevie, but I have a lot of people, I'm talking about even like the thugged out dudes coming up to me like, hey, yo, oh my gosh, hi. And I'm like, Because <laughs> my little character's like, oh my gosh, hi. So that high-pitched voice, but people will know me from that first. And I'm just like, all right, dope. So, which is funny because I, I mean, Liddy really is me. She just kind of like 10 times hyper and I'm already a hype person. So, you know, she just stepped up a notch. Isn't yeah. that weird how you have to do something completely silly and like out of character to get people to notice you? That's the kind of world that we're in. Like they're not yeah. going to notice the fact that you have a, a beautiful, amazing voice that you actually are singing and not auto-tuned. Like they're not going to notice that. They're going to notice Liddy first and then come to your page and be like, oh, she could actually sing. Yeah, uh-huh. that's how it goes. With that being said, though, like you did something to get the attention. But then when you look at the comments on the Ubebe song, they're all positive. Like people love the song. So like that's it's like you lead with something silly, but then you back it up with your talent. Which mm. I think yes. And I love it. It's it's genuine. It's organic. And that was a big thing for me. Like, I know there's a lot. Of, I mean, we're doing it independently again. So um, I got the record. Shout out to uh, Shane Foster and Chris Davis. They're the ones who pulled me for the record. They actually pulled Liddy Lex first. Like I'm rapping on a whole nother song. So uh-huh. they pulled me for another song with the double XL freshman. So my cartoon characters rapping with them on this song. Yeah. So yes. they pulled me for that first. And then they were aware of the things that I was going through. And then the time that I was going through them, it kind of shut me down from Liddy. I stopped Liddy. I stopped music. I just kind of, you know, took a step back yeah. to go through what I was going through and, and heal. And so when they pulled me for this record, we dropped it on the 20th. And I think immediately um, the feedback was really good. And it's also from a lot of people, like you never know who's watching you. Right. So it's a lot of people that are on the page commenting like, yo, we're so happy to see your back because we saw what you were going through because I was very vocal about stuff. And then I kind of, you know, stepped back, but people were paying attention to that. So it's genuinely like, a family they're like yo yo, my sis was down and now she's back and they're happy for me and it's genuine and i love it so it's um it's very organic it's, it's, it makes you feel full inside it's so happy <laughs> <laughs> so ooh baby you have this tyree sample and on your page you said it took two years to sample this to, to clear the song yes i so- mean did you have to harass him like what what was the length of time for so it's the writers and this was all Shane and Chris's work. I didn't have anything to do with them getting cleared. They pulled me for the record last year and then they let me know that it still needed to be cleared. So when they got the go ahead, they were like, yo, it, it was two years and $10,000. I don't know where the, what, I know they, there's a feature on it, B King. Um, so I'm sure they had to pay him and pay off, I guess the other writers, but it's um, the original writers of the record are Troy Taylor and Jonte Austin who are mm-hmm. responsible for so many hits. Yes. So, you know, they have to give their approval. So I'm not sure what took so long. They did explain it to me, but I also think I have ADD and I might not have been paying attention when they told me <laughs> why it took so long. <laughs> All I heard was two years. Okay, that's a, that's a lot of work. And that just goes to show you like they really believe in the record and for them to believe in me to bring it to where they needed it to go is even more humbling. So yeah, they did the lead work on that and I'm just happy that I'm, you know, a, able to be a part of it because it's an amazing record and I'm a 90s head. So it brings me back to, you know, the music that I grew up listening to. Yes. And it's good. Now, as far as, I know you mentioned like Aaliyah is one of your big inspirations. Anybody else like that you're inspired by? Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, let me see. Aaliyah number one, Janet Jackson, Michael Jackson, huh? 112. Yeah. I know a lot of people would get the car with me and get out of my car because I will run 
112 to the ground. Like, I will not stop from wow. the start of, uh, was it 112 part two, all the way through um, the groups, SWV, Escape, like, um, when I say 90s, I'm just 90s head. And then I'm more of a, um, so I, I say you have like sing, singers, or I think you have entertainers and then you have singers. Right. Oh, right. uh, yeah. Very Look at that, like Kiki White is like a singer, Deborah yeah. Cox. Yeah. That ain't yeah. me. I got a, a soft tone voice. Like I, I stay in my lane, but I'm an entertainer. So I yeah. want to give you that whole experience. Like I, I would look at music videos and sit there and learn all the routines and they have a talent show in my backyard. That's what I grew up doing. So that's what I know. So that's why I'm in tune with like the Jan with Janet and Michael and Aaliyah because they were danced down. I like the yeah. whole entertainment feel of it to have it across the board. So that's um, definitely how I was influenced. And that's what I think I show in my music as well and performances. It's so funny because I've never heard anybody use the reference. I'm not a, like sang or like the Fantasias and all of them. Like people normally don't admit to it. And in my head, I always think like these girls think that this is who they are when it's like, you don't have to be this. You don't. Yeah. You don't. Matter of fact, I saw, I think it was an interview actually. Was it with? No, recently Jasmine Sullivan had an um, interview and I loved it because like I can do the runs and all that, but I know people who can run from the, the alphabet. Like mm -hmm. that ain't me and me trying to be, um, there was a point in time where I was like, oh, I can't really, if I can't do this run, I can't sing. My talent is not your talent. Like I stay in my lane. Like I know what I'm capable of doing. I'm not going to step outside of that to try to do what I don't want to try to be you. You're, that's why you have your shine because that's who you are as an artist. And people appreciate me as, you know, who I am as an artist. And that's not saying that, oh, if you can't do this run, you can't sing. And I think a lot of, um, entertainers might get in that space where they're like, oh, I, I don't, don't want to do it because I can't do it like them. No, I do it how I can do it. I'm very capable of doing it. I just can't do it how you do it, but that doesn't take away from my artistry. Right. So, mm -hmm. Can you talk about being in a girl group and how that developed you? And, it, you know, is it difficult being in a girl group? And, you know, because you were a part of Bliss and now you're solo, but how did that mm -hmm. shape you as an artist? Well, I made Bliss when I was in the eighth grade. <laughs> so that's been my entire life. I never wanted to go solo, but I think we did everything we could do as a, as a group. Like we went on tour in the UK, Barbados. We did every show you could think of in Atlanta. Like I'm pretty sure they were like, all right, why I ain't blown up yet? Like who we tired of seeing y'all? So, um, and then my dad was our manager. So it shaped me for sure because there's a lot of things um, that I was protected from because he was my manager. And I would also get into management mode because I'm like, oh, this is my baby. So I'm, I'm watching how he's handling the group. And then I'm hitting the streets like, oh, we listen to Bliss, like banging outdoors, like going to clubs. I, I always say I went to college only so I could go to the parties to meet the <laughs> DJs and the radio heads to be like, can you play this record? Because I didn't want to go to school. I'm like, uh -uh. no, I'm done. I'm out of high school. I've I, I got what I need. I want to go follow my dream. And that's it. But. You know, my, I have an uncle that was like, you're going to college. So that's my reason for doing all that. But I think that it definitely shaped me for the better because I've always been a team player. I'm like that with anybody, friends, all of that. Like if I could better your situation, um, it, it just made it funner for me to not have to go through all that stuff like alone, that, to know that I had like sisters that had my back. And on top of that, like the group changed plenty of times. So um we went from, you know, I'm from Virginia. Mm -hmm. So by the time we got here, I want to say like in the course of 
mind you, this is when I was eight. I probably been through like 20 members <laughs> and, you know, for moving and people just not wanting to, you know, it's been a process. So people are like, you know, we've been doing this long enough. It's time for me to, you know, move on, which always was a hit to me. Cause it's like, dang, I've done so much time branding this group. Now there's going to be a new phase, that type of stuff. So, um, that also got me in the space of learning how to let things go and just also not give up. Cause anybody else probably would have it's like uh-uh, this is taking too long mine has been my whole life so um but when I went solo because I never wanted to be solo so the minute I went solo it just felt like a breath of fresh air like okay I've tried everything there is that I could do with this group um now it's time to see what you can do for yourself mm-hmm. I think that's the best way I can help my other counterparts because mm-hmm. I'm always trying to be like okay let's let us do all this but at some point in time it's like there's a sign like okay you're blocked here because you were not learning a lesson. You need to go do this for yourself. So right. it shaped me. I, I love, like, I have a strong sisterhood with, you know, the members and we're still fine. All 20 of them? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. So Callie, Callie's the one that's been with me the longest throughout the whole thing. That's my hitter. But all the other um, members that I've got, well, one has passed. So that was sad. Um, but the other members, yeah, some I don't. Yeah, for the most part, like I can reach back out. There might be like one I don't talk to anymore, but it's not, it's nothing to me. <laughs> yeah. Else, yeah. <laughs> I wish them all the best. But yeah, they know they can reach out to me. We still sisters and they still hit me up. And they're genuinely happy for me too. So they know we've been in this. They can appreciate that I kept going. As far as like that college experience outside of like meeting the DJs and everything like that, how was that for you? Oh, I mean, I'm a people person. So if I can be around people, it was just fun. I mean, like I said, I probably wasn't as focused as I should have been. And then I stopped and went on tour. And then we got back. I was like, I ain't going to go back to school. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like back to school. But um, now I kind of am like, I feel like it's an important piece. I have, if I think I have like a year left. So really, I can just go back and add all my credits up from all the schools I've been to and probably be done to be honest we're, but we're, um, college wise yeah i've been to so many schools i went to vcu i went to liberty university chasing a boy that i was with at the time Don't remember that. um and then i went to uh not liberty uh cau so okay. I was like, let me go to hbcu when i got to atlanta so nice. but i got all my relationships from there also so like it's just it was a, a melting pot and a good experience just to be around people and that's what i saw it for that's always been me through school period <laughs> yeah what what are your thoughts on like the R and B scene right now? Like, what do you think about what's going on? Where is it? I wasn't. I like I said, I'm a '90s head, so I haven't heard that sound um, lately. And I think hip hop kind of took over. So I think it's trying to make a comeback. Um, I think the closest thing I hear, like one of my sisters, uh, Tammy, uh, she's got records out. Uh, Queen Naja, I like. She's got the R and B feel. Everybody that's kind of like, I don't know. I haven't heard anything that's got me back into the feel of the 90s, but I feel like it's trying to to get back there. I think it's going to make a comeback, but I think it's like timing is everything. So I think probably this was the time for hip hop. And now everybody's like, okay, everything's kind of sounding the same. So what's next? And now this is the way for R&B to kind of be like, I ain't went nowhere. (laughs) (laughs) Right here. Right here. Because I remember at one point there weren't any like R&B artists. I'm just glad that now we have like SZA's or Kehlani's or Janae Aiko. And it wasn't like they weren't there. 
even like Ella May or, you know, oh, or, yes. or, or her. It wasn't like they weren't there. Even Jasmine Sullivan, you know, Jazzy's been around forever. It's just mm-hmm. like you weren't hearing it on the radio. It wasn't being pushed. It wasn't being marketed. It, it You know, I, I heard a lot of label reps once upon a time say, well, R&B doesn't work well. Like, what are you talking about? The whole the whole music was based off of that. Like the whole art form came from the rhythm and blues. What are you talking about? So I'm just glad that we have like even a variety of artists that we can even throw in the pot right now, because a couple of years back, like when Nikki was out that like when and she was like young money were at their prime. There were no R&B artists at all, like females. That's true. Yep, and that's why I was on there playing my uh, 90s playlist. <laughs> I was listening to it, but I was like, okay, I want to hear my 90s. So, yeah, but I'm glad it, it is making a comeback, so. Yeah. Let me ask you, you're part of the LGBT community, right? Mm-hmm. So what do you, how do you feel about Little Nas X? Like, do you think that he's bold and, like, what he's doing right now is, like, you know, he's, like, blazing the trail? Where, like, what are your thoughts on that? I think he is, yeah, I really, I do think he is bold. I think he's being unapologetically himself and it is very, I don't want to say risky, but he's taking the right risk because he's like, nobody else can do it. He knows how to keep people talking. So I don't know if that's his intent. I don't know, I don't know him. So I don't know if this is what he's like purposely trying to do. But I mean, if you can be yourself out here and not worry about everybody else's opinion, which is like how I think he moves, then kudos to you. Like, you don't have the, the stresses of, oh, I can't do this because somebody might feel away. You see how he moves. He, he is a troll. I loved him on Twitter. So I saw little pieces of him on Twitter before he blew up. So he, he knows how to press a button. He knows what to say. But I think he's just being himself. And I mean, he's like, if you like, you like it. If you don't, you don't. And you don't have to look at me. I feel like the world would be a better place if you just let people do it. I mean, unless, you know, killing babies or something. But right. you're not hurting nobody. <laughs> be yourself. Like, you should be able to be yourself. Like, you get one life. We're all living to die. If y'all really think about it, we mm-hmm. all going to be out. So do what you want to do with this life instead of being so scared or worried about what the next person is going to think. You're not hurting nobody. Do you? Whoever don't like it, cool. If they do, cater to your audience. Who does? And that's what he does. So... He's right. not out here trying to make anybody like him. He's like, if you like it, cool. If not, <laughs> bye. Bye. <laughs> bye. Right. I love what he's doing. Like, he's literally, like, such a topic of conversation amongst, like, my friends. And, like, I, he really just presses, like, got, like, a lot of straight men in my life are so pressed by him. And I'm like, <laughs> why do you care? Just let him why? be quiet. Why let do you Do whatever he wants. <laughs> Like, how is his, what, how is what he's doing affecting you? That's like, and that's all also a way when you asked me earlier about like how I deal with negativity, what that, what is that? Is that going to change anything for me? No, your opinion's not going to change a thing for me. If you don't want to buy a song, great. That's 69 or 99 cents that I don't have. (laughs) <laughs> instead of focusing on the 5,000 other people who do support it like no yes. like no I just I I love what he's doing and the fact that he's got people so bothered is doing actually probably what he wanted to do his name is still out there so you paying attention whether you want to or not so why you thinking that, oh he's trying better. to do this that and the third you talking about it is opening it up to your audience of people that you're talking to and about and now y'all can all just be mad at him together 
But y'all talking about him. Y'all talking about him. You're talking about him. Checking out what he's doing. You helping his numbers. You just help him. Run it up. (laughs) He don't care. He gonna go sleep in his house and be all (laughs) rolled up in his bed with the the blood shoes on. He's not (laughs) fake. <laughs> y'all not y'all not affecting Bless this man's you. life. So why is he affecting yours? I don't know. I get it. It is what it is. People gonna have Dexter's holding it in right now. <laughs> Dexter's holding it in. <laughs> what you gotta say, Dex? I think I think you made some very valid points. Like what he does has nothing to do with the next person. And like when you said. It's crazy though, because somebody recently said we're just living to die, and I went off on them. But when you said it, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. When you said, I don't know something about you, I really like you. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that with little Nas X, I think what bothers me a little bit is that like he trolls, and I'm a troll too, so like I I see it, I get it. Yeah, you just got blocked by Jocelyn. (laughs) You just got blocked. <laughs> He's our resident oh, troll. Resident I don't even know what like day, baby. What you doing? Yes, do it like it's your V day. I, I really like the song, did you, Dex? You consider it a song? That's a song. Yeah, don't do that, that, Dex. That's a song. Don't I mean, it has caught on. I'll tell you, right? Like, I turn on Instagram, and that might be one of the first songs or videos I see the song in the background. So. Yeah. And you hear the whole thing in the 60 second video, right? Yeah. <laughs> you ain't right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but but like with Lil Nas X, I just think I, I agree with what you're saying about him. He should really shouldn't be affecting people. It's just kind of weird that it's such a topic of conversation and like the music is not like that good. And it's like there's so many people that are putting like good music out and we don't talk about them at all. But you're spending so much time talking about this guy whose music is. You don't think Industry Baby is good? I think he snapped on that song. Mina, please. <laughs> <laughs> Poor little Nas X. Poor little Nas X. I think he's well, doing what he came to do. Right. He's having I'm fun with it. Montero, okay? Right. I'm going to stand by little Nas X. Okay? <laughs> well, I know on Instagram, you and your friend Shad, y'all always have me dying. <laughs> today, your little back and forth, I was in tears cracking up laughing belly rolling like wake up and, or, it's just y'all natural relationship but y'all see he's trying to go you see what i just posted why he do we go back and forth see this is what y'all don't see i try to post a little background because you know when we do our uh videos together mm-hmm. everybody's like oh you're trying to dance you you don't know what i just went through actually <laughs> he done cussed me out he probably done hit me <laughs> <laughs> that energy is what what we need. You need to move to Philadelphia, and we can come do TikToks together. Like you should <laughs> definitely come down there. there. <laughs> I will come down there because <laughs> I've been getting my TikTok TikTok game together. So I'm gonna okay, do. Okay, so you're the one that I just. Um, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Oh, we my God. Do it. All three of us should do it. We can all do it and we'll tag you. Yeah. Yes, yeah, please yeah. do it, please. Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. Thank you so much. All right. We'll do it. <laughs> well, Alexis Branch, thank you so much for joining us. Anything you else else you want to add? You know, what do you have coming up? Anything that people can support you on? Oh, everything. Um, number one, you can request the record. Ooh, baby. Alexis Branch, Chris Davis. Um, Shane Foster featuring B King requested everywhere. They uh, Greg Street just dropped it on V103. So shout out to him. That's my first time hearing my song on the radio without me like going. I made friends with the radio heads. Um, so I would just go up there and be like, hey, can you play this song? Probably bugging the hell out of them. They're like, girl, come on, girl with the blue hair is here again. So you know, but that's how you get it, okay? Out the mud. Yes, <laughs> and Greg, Greg is like, a good guy. So shout out to Greg. The, 
Yeah. So he's like, you know, go ahead and call up there, request it because um, I'm in a call to request status. I'm not in rotation. Radio is a lot of money, especially for independent. Like that's a bag bag. So the only other way to do it is to have the demand of high. So by people calling in, that's definitely helpful. Um, and that's how I can get out there to Philly, like call Philly radio, let everybody know that the record's out and that y'all want to hear it where you're at and that'll get me to your city and that's what I'm trying to be at. Anyway, I'm coming anyway, but I mean, just help me. Help me help you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, thank you, Alexis. Good luck, babe. Ooh, baby, it's out so right much. now. So request it and good luck, boo. We're going to do your little TikTok video and then send it to you and tag you, all right? Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see it. You got to put up a tutorial though. Okay. <laughs> I will. I'll do a slow one. I'll, I'll do a slow teachable. Yeah. We need to be caught. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Bye, Boo. Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you. I love her. That was amazing. Yeah. She, she, it's so weird because like I worked a 10 hour shift today and I was, I had no energy and she just brought me back to life. That was Look incredible. at that. You know you're married, right? Because the way your face Well, she is said she was part of the LGBT. I know, but the way your face is glowing. You got images in your head. <laughs> she made me glow. She really did make me glow. <laughs> Dexter falls in love with everyone on the podcast. <laughs> you are married too. So she but she was really good though. Mina, you you picked good guests. Like she was good. We definitely have to do this TikTok too. And I'm we should do it. Yes, definitely. we will. You swear. Dexter, with your little ever since you went on this wedding, I was gonna say when the Cardi B dance at the wedding. <laughs> All right, so before we go, um, Dex, you joined a little late because wait, so what's up with your job? Like, what are you doing now? I am um, going to go to the school district of Philadelphia next week, and I'm going to be a recruiter, and I'm going to work for their marketing de and development department. Wow. Yeah. Look at you. I know. <laughs> I the like school district now. of Philadelphia. God bless you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't do the teaching portion of it, though. I don't know if I'm equipped to God do that. God bless you. Find the right people to do it, though. All right now. Oh, that's what you're doing. You're, rec you're recruiting personnel, not children. Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Dexter got a real job. Well, not that he didn't have a real job before, but this is like a serious, yeah. you gotta be there on time. Be job. there on time. Yes. <laughs> the job you had before, you can stroll in whenever you when want. Yes. It's a sales <laughs> job. You gotta make yeah. your own schedule, you know? Mm -hmm. So, all right, we'll see. Dexter's growing up. He's married. He lives with a girl. And <laughs> he lives with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> he lives with a girl. <laughs> <laughs> um and before you go what are your thoughts on like the drake album and and like all of that that's going on you know i you know i love drake but the issue with me here is that like everybody loves drake so like before i really got a chance to listen to the album i saw all the lyrics tweeted on social media and video it was just too much so by the time i got to it i didn't really enjoy it and actually this weekend i found myself listening to nothing was the same again and then take care after that and i think that I don't know if I'm going to move into the future with Drake. I think I'm going to be stuck with those two albums with him. I, I just, it's too much now with the rest of the world and Drake for me. You know what? I kind of feel like the album wasn't what I expected. Like from the title, yeah. Certified Lover Boy, I thought he was going to be talking about all his Instagram hoes that he fell in love with and his baby mom. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was going to kind of be like an open love letter. And I don't know why I do this. Yeah. What? 
like classic Drake that when we first met yeah. him, that's what yeah. he was. Well, I don't I don't I don't expect artists to be like they were, but I ex- at least expect the theme, you know, yeah. like the theme of certified lover boy and for you to have a preg- pregnant women on the cover. I'm, I'm thinking I'm getting pregnant to your music like. You know, but maybe it was the metaphor for the album. He was holding right. on to the album and he's giving birth to the album, which is what Little Nas X is doing. But I just felt like with the cover and like the title, I expected more love songs and R&B music mm-hmm. and songs about him talking about the various women in his life and how he, you know, he can't keep one. <laughs> but like instead, he's like, everybody hates me. I've been doing this for 10 years. People are fake. Swiss beats. I'm going to throw shots at you. Kanye West, I'm going to throw shots at you. Right, right. Like this wasn't like certified lover boy vibes. Like this is like, like where's the love? Right. This is like, I don't like you. It's funny because I, I agree with what you're saying. And you you put what I was thinking into words. I didn't really realize that that was my issue, but that is exactly what it was. Because I thought about the podcast last week when we talked about what does the album cover mean? And we were excited to kind of like say, like, mm-hmm. it means this or it means that. And then like to realize, like, it didn't mean anything. Like the cover didn't mean right. anything. <laughs> it was just kind of. That's kind of like what my issue was. Like, why did you name it this? Because it sounded cool. Like, it, 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 like you didn't. This wasn't thought all the way through. If you're gonna name, first of all, the title is incredible. It, it, it the marketing's incredible. You have billboards. You have, yeah, the billboards you know, are cool. everything's incredible. But the music is not living up to that theme. That heart. The you put a heart in your head, bruh. Like this needed to be your heart in the music. (laughs) And it just, it just didn't match up. I think there's one song um, that kind of was giving to me like, like a, like a R and B love song. And it's not even a song that everyone's like talking about right now. Obviously there's a thousand freaking songs on this, but it sounded like, I think it's race my mind. Race My Mind is like my favorite song on the album. And it kind of embodies what I felt like the album should have been like an R&B song. He kind of sounds like, you know, like, uh, you know, uh, classic Drake. Not that I care about him sounding like classic Drake, but he rose to fame because of his R&B songs and, Mm you know, his his love, you know, music about love. And and then people started to challenge him and then he felt like he had to rap. Yep. But um, right. <laughs> they did. <laughs> yes, they said he was soft and yes, all this. So yes, they did. I'm okay with him being soft, you know. Right. But that's what I just said to you when we first started. I just didn't. I I listened. I enjoyed, but it wasn't his best body of work to me. It wasn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, he got. He definitely got some songs on there that I I enjoy that are fun. So we'll be hearing it, but definitely not what I expected. I just expected more R&B, you yeah. know, and it would have been nice to hear that. So, well, we ain't going to talk about nothing else. because <laughs> <laughs> uh, We didn't talk about all this other stuff, but uh, thank you. Uh, congratulations, Cardi B, baby number two with Offset um, and baby number five for him. And then you didn't have to say that. <laughs> what? You didn't have to put that out there. What? Because people keep saying it's their Maybe second child. <laughs> but people keep saying it's their second child. And it's kind of like me to his other because it, it is theirs together, but he has other children. Right. Yeah, but like when you tell it, it's weird. I just it's difficult for me to say congratulations to somebody who had five kids. Like you, you've been here already. Like this is nothing, this ain't new for but you. But he gotta celebrate it with his wife because this is a second. 
let's do that. Let's say this is their second child together because that's cool. She's someone's stepmama. That's wrong. She got five children too. Right. She do. (laughs) (laughs) This is someone's stepmama. This is what you signed up for. How she brings all the kids together. So yeah, she got five too. Do we not like that? I don't understand. They're they're her. They're she's their stepmother. I love that she embraces the kids. I I, that is that is beautiful. But five kids, God, (laughs) sometimes life drops things on you, and you were just like, okay, God, this is what you're gonna drop on me. This is what I. This is what it is. Before for before culture. I thought it was like one. (laughs) It was three before. Yeah. Yeah. It's funny. We don't think about that. Right. Mm -mm. All these artists have all these kids and all these baby moms and we don't see that side of it. Right. Like Moneybag Yo has eight kids. Oh, I didn't know that. (laughs) Eight. Wait, how old is he? Isn't he like, (laughs) he's like younger than me. He has eight kids and five baby moms. I did not know he had eight kids. Yep. Oh, no, I didn't know that. That's a lot. A lot of these guys have a lot of kids. We just don't know about them. I mean, we know about the messy ones. Like, we know Future and Nick Cannon. And uh, what's his name? What's the other one? The um, Mayweather. Young boy name. NBA. Yeah. He's, but 20, he's 29 years old. He has not eight kids. He has eight kids. Oh. And that's a lot. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Some of them the same age. <laughs> <laughs> this has got to be. All right, on that note. <laughs> Thank you guys for watching the 194th episode of the Meanest House podcast. Thank you to Alexis Branch for joining yeah. us. She was amazing today. And please go support her. She's an independent artist and she has billboards up in her city. I mean, that's hard to do. She's get, Her song is get, getting played on the radio. It's like every little bit helps. So, uh, yeah, please support her. Thank you for watching and listening. I'm Mina Say What? I'm Shayna B. Jack Stucky. Bye, guys.